0: Gabe here. Yeah.
1: Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347 347 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III. Fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call in hotline at 347 637 3978. Now, bring your A game because you're about to experience the hot corner.
0: Alrighty, alrighty. Welcome in everybody. How are we doing tonight? It's your host here, Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor with you. And we're hosting the two hundredth episode of the hot corner here tonight, live from Sports 200, Grill. Two hundred, can you say incredible, it again? Two hundred.
2: Incredible, incredible.
0: We're gonna talk no, we're not gonna talk about it. I was asking Manny, what's his favorite two hundredth? You know, anything. Is there a two hundredth, this or that, or something that you can think of? Two hundred is kind of just a weird number. There isn't like a great two hundredth something like the 200th episode there's, there's, or the 200th this. Or, oh,
2: there's probably 200 episodes know? of Seinfeld. There's probably 200 uh, different <laughs> kinds of cheese, maybe.
0: There's, there, there may be.
2: <laughs> so, you
0: know, there's a couple things that could be 200, but tonight the hot corner is episode number 200. So uh, we're happy to celebrate that. And of course, uh, I'm here, your host, Dr. Ray, with the man who makes it all happen, the commissioner of ISPS, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero, the third. How you doing tonight, Manny?
2: Oh man. Dr. Yes, yes. Doctor Ray, I'm I'm doing fantastic, man. It's another another beautiful Wednesday night here at the sports grill, our our home away from home. I love this place, you know. The great uh atmosphere that we have here, the great people that work here, the great ambiance, all the uh memorabilia up on the wall uh and 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 down here in South Florida hockey hockey is getting a little bit more popular so we see a lot of panther stuff hockey stuff uh from back in the 90s when when the Panthers were were popular uh but nothing much Dr Ray here another Wednesday the Hot Corner show it's our 200th show can you imagine that 200 shows that's that's that's, that's unheard of nowadays
0: <laughs> Yeah I'm telling you man like I said 200 there's not too many things that are, that are 200. So, um, but again, just happy to be here, man. Um, again, always talking sports and health, which are two passions of ours here on the hot corner. We got a lot to go, uh, going on in the show here tonight. Uh, we got the hot corner hot list. We're going to talk about a couple things like the Powerball, NFL playoffs, Clemson versus Alabama. Um, the playboy mansion was just put up for sale. We're going to talk a little bit about star Wars, but not that much because I haven't seen them all yet. And you guys can rag on me all you want. Um, you know, roast me for not watching Star Wars. I know. I understand. I'm sorry. But I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm in the process of it. So we'll see what happens uh, with Star Wars later on. Our health topic of the night is going to be about detoxification. So in the beginning of the year, it's a great time to get some detox going after the New Year's, after the holidays, after all that stuff going on. So we're going to talk about detox. Could it be dangerous uh, to do a detox on your own? What are some things you want to know? I'll give you three tips on on the best way to improve your detox as well too, a little bit later on. Then of course we're gonna have the sports girl halftime at 7:30. You're gonna look out for the horn and uh, our manager here, Ingle Rick, over from at sports girl engel ricky you know, on Twitter. They're going to uh, they're gonna be t- uh, serving us, serving us up something nice here today, um, in honor of the Dolphins hiring a new head coach. We're actually gonna have some dolphin tonight. Uh, for the halftime show, so stay tuned to see what that looks like and tastes like. That should be pretty good. Um, and then, additionally, we're going to talk to uh, our very own sports dwark, Mr. David Dwark, and he's going to be he's going to be on with us later. The lead sports writer from CBS4. He's going to be talking to us about the new coaches that the Dolphins have. Uh, we're going to talk about the big news in the NFL today. The Rams. Uh, moving to LA possibly the Raiders possibly the Chargers seeing what's going to go on with these uh with these franchises so we got a lot to do and best of all best of all we actually have a guest uh with us tonight a special guest uh Mr. Ryan Harvey from Backman Shop in Louisville Slugger and he's going to be talking to, to us tonight we're going to get a chance to ask him a couple questions um and Ryan Harvey is is you know Manny you help oh, okay. about Ryan Harvey man
2: well, look, for, for our uh, Periscope viewers right there, I'm presenting Louisville, Louisville Slugger. Slugger. Uh, Ryan Ryan Harvey, um, dude, He, if you guys don't know him, uh, I personally don't know him, but I know who he is. I've seen a bunch of pictures of him online. He's actually won uh, a championship ring up there in Treaty Park in St. Augustine for ISPS, which the ring is already on its way. It should get here around February. Before uh, get there or get there correct yeah yeah um, definitely Ryan Harvey he's a big uh, he, he looks like a big lumberjack with a big red red beard but uh from from what I've heard he's a he's a really really nice guy and we're going to be able to talk to him today and we're going to be able to talk to him about Louisville Slugger uh what they have coming up for 2016 and beyond uh guys listen in because uh there's a lot there's a lot of nice goodies coming up for 2016 so uh be on the lookout for our little interview with ryan in a few minutes
0: definitely you guys want to stay tuned for that uh we're going to get to ryan in just a minute but first we got to talk a little bit about what's been going on since the last show that we uh since we did and manny i know um has been has been running all over the place getting everything ready with isps so manny what's been going on with you uh since the last show
2: well, it's uh, it's a new year, it's a new season for ISPs, and uh, sometimes you get a little bit disappointed. And and people in softball, there's there's uh, as you as you know, uh, you probably have dealt with this before in your softball career, Dr. Ray. But there, I don't know what what's up with the loyalty uh, in slow pitch softball anymore. There's there's no loyalty in slow pitch softball, and I'm not just talking about the player level uh I could even go into umpires and directors and uh the whole community is full with uh, a few bad apples uh and there's no loyalty and I and I think that number one is is uh one of the last things you have is your your word and uh when you go back on your word or or you know you say something that you're going to like for instance you're going to play on a team and and you don't show up you're not you're not just you know looking back at yourself, but you're 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 showing up on on nine other people or ten other people, a whole team that you just let down and and I don't understand how people just don't that doesn't bother them. They just continue to do it like if it's nothing, and you know uh, I don't know the the softball loyalty it has to come back i I don't know what we're gonna do um uh, but guys, you know think about what you guys are doing out there before you you actually do it um uh, and nothing else dr ray the two hundred show today let's let's keep it let's keep it positive it's the two hundred show <laughs> all right hey. uh
0: well there's our first rant of the year ladies and gentlemen uh
3: <laughs> brought
0: to you in, in this in and only the second show of the year uh yeah. you got your first rant so there we go. There go um so glad you got it off your chest glad everybody knows about it um but well for me i mean it's been a lot of similar stuff kind of you know cleaning stuff out in the office a lot of you know, kind of stuff going on, but a lot of good stuff happening, too. I'm excited. I just got accepted to the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program. That's really going to help me. I've got a lot of growth plans this year. I'm actually planning a little bit of an expansion of the office right now. So I nice. think they're moving well. Um, I hired a new therapist. Her name is Zolangel, so she's doing well also. Uh, she's awesome, awesome therapist.
3: Zolangel.
0: Zolangel. yes. Um, nice. She is great. Um, and we're we're going to put a whole other massage room in there because that's really been picking up. Um, so we're going to, you know, I, I'm just excited, man. The future looks good, being able to provide people with a lot of good service and quality health care, so I'm excited about that, man. But I tell you what, why don't we go ahead, let's take a quick break here, and when we get back, we're going to be talking with the man, Mr. Ryan Harvey, again, from Backman Shop in Louisville Slugger. So hang tight just one second, and we'll be right back at you.
1: Are you good enough for the hot corner? find out on the Hot Corner Show with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow pit softball plus the sports dork, David Dorn. Bringing you sports, news and entertainment every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio, ISPSradio.com and now on the ISPS Softball app available for free in the app in Google App Store. Uh-huh. The Hot Corner Show. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And bring your A
3: game. <laughs>
2: all right dr ray we're back and uh without further ado uh our our guest for the night is uh ryan harvey from backman shop louisville slugger uh he is a great great softball player for you guys that don't know him look him up go google him ryan harvey ryan are you with us tonight
4: hey what's up
2: what's up ryan thank you for being on the show brother how are you
4: thanks for having me i'm i'm doing great there's Really nothing I can complain about at this point. The exciting stuff coming up.
2: I bet, man, I bet. And, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure everybody out there wants to know, what What do you, well, not you, but what does Louisville Slugger have coming up for 2016? I know you're one of their uh, signature players, correct? Or Not signature players, but one of their players. Um, talk to us. Talk to us a little bit about what Louisville Slugger has coming up.
4: Well they uh um they're coming out again with the the whole line of bats again. The Z four thousand Backman is coming out. The Super Z is coming back for its second year. The nice. Sonic the Sonic is actually um getting a new total new makeover. It's uh becoming the solo Z. The solo meaning the, the one piece um bat. So um you know, those those bats are are just the technology is, is just getting better and better. Um, the previous years you would have to take, you know, two, three, four thousand swings for it to get, you know, really good. Well, you know, from experience we we were out hitting for the, the Louisville Slugger commercial and uh these bats were getting down into the two fifties at about two hundred swings. Wow. So uh, I mean, the technology is getting better. Um, all the bats are going to have that that sandpaper finish on them, uh, oh, like the I Z4s love that. had last year. They're they're not making the Z. It's not going to say Z4000 anymore. It'll just say Z4. Um, so uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of Exciting stuff. Getting, also, they know, so they dropped they dropped the
2: extra zeros at the end, so it's just Z4. Yeah,
4: let will just say Z4 on it. it won't say oh, nice. Z4000 with all the zeros. So you that's know, the, the first
2: I've even heard of that. That's really nice. What about yeah, what about color makeover? What about color schemes? What type of color schemes are we gonna are we gonna see in 2016 from Louisville?
4: Uh, well the The backman, of course, is gonna stay the same colors, so it'll have it'll have a it, it's a lot of silver um black and red so um and then the solo Z will still have orange on it um but not as much as the sonic did it's got some some carbon fiber graphics on it it looks pretty sick and then uh the new super Z. Is is changed into greens and, and blues and and black. So uh you know they're they're looking pretty sweet this year.
0: Man, that's great to hear man and uh Ryan how are you doing? This is Doctor Ray by the way, just jumping in and um, you know, talking about what Louisville has to offer man, how great is it to uh to be able to play uh, you know, for the people out there listening and, and uh, to be able to play with, you know, a team that that runs with Louisville like that and being able to be out there swinging these bats. Are you, are you involved in testing the bats and that kind of stuff as well, too, or are you just out there um, on the diamond? Um,
4: there there have been a couple bats that, you know, Dennis Turner, he, he runs a slow pitch for Louisville that he has sent me um, to test out a couple bats. I tested the, the Super Z last year before I them out. Um, and then uh, they're supposed to come out with uh, an aluminum bat for some of, uh, I guess some of the sanctions are just are just making tournaments straight for uh, aluminum strictly, and wow. they're going to use oh, wow. uh, the 52 to 300 balls. Um, so, uh, you know, every once in a while I'll, I'll get a chance to, you know, get a, get a new bat before it comes out and, and give some feedback on them.
0: What's been your uh, your favorite one before everybody knew it was a good bat? Which one did you – is there any one in particular that comes to mind that you just knew as soon as you swung it the first time, like, man, this thing is going to rock?
4: The the Sonic by far, the, the one-piece bat. A lot of people don't give it credit because, you know, it's real stiff when you start to swing it, but you have to – you know, like any other bat, you have to stick with it until it breaks in, until it gets good. And then from that point on, it's just uh, a rocket launcher. Um, for my swing, you know, I, I swing hard and power through the ball a lot. So the the multi-piece bats, like the two-piece and the three-piece bats, don't really work for my swing when I'm trying to go all out. So the one-piece bat, you know, the stiff. Rigidity of it is is where it's at for my swing.
2: Gotcha. Now Ryan, everybody calls you Thor. Who who gave you that nickname and and where does it come from? Obviously I I could I could get I could take a wild guess, but uh, why don't you tell our <laughs> listeners about Thor?
4: Well, I, it it came about about four years ago. I was still playing pro ball, and uh, I had just got to uh Lancaster Pennsylvania I was playing for the the Lancaster Barnstormers in the uh the Atlantic League for independent ball and our first day out we go out there and and one of the one of my teammates was like "Man, you, you look you know you look like somebody but I can't really you know picture it so we started hitting BP and I'm hitting ball you know balls over the batter's eye in center field and and uh, we go back into the clubhouse, and the guy's like, your new nickname is Thor.
5: <laughs> so and
4: from that point on, you know, it's it's stuck around with me. Nice, man, nice. Well, um,
0: it's great to have a nickname like that follow you around, man. That's some good stuff. Now, that's one of my favorite things about, you know, playing uh, ball, whether it's softball, baseball, nicknames, all that kind of stuff. There's also a lot of superstitions um, involved in the game. Do you have any uh, type of superstitions at all that that you you know go by either practice or or during a game at all?
4: Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that you know I just do unknowingly. You know, like I don't I don't touch the the chalk lines. Um, I don't talk about you know people getting hurt or you know winning or losing. You know, you just try to keep a a level head and try to keep everything optimistic. And you know, I, I believe I believe yeah, exactly. I believe in karma and uh you know, you, you wanna you want. you I try to keep to myself a lot. I don't try to get into these, you know, yelling matches and stuff because a lot of a lot of stuff will come back to bite you in the butt. Of so, course.
2: Now Ryan, let, let's get a little bit serious here. For those serious softball players that are that are trying to reach that upper level, that upper echelon of slow-pitch softball, how, how did you get there, and, and and what do you recommend to these, these uh, you know, these, I guess, uh, intermediate to advanced players that are ready to go into that next level? What, what should they do, and what should they uh, work on?
4: Well, I was fortunate enough to, you know, obviously played 11 years of pro baseball, so... Automatically coming out of baseball into slow pitch, I kind of had that, you know, that mystique about me. You know, everybody hears about how I was as a baseball player. So that kind of helps you out with, with, you know, getting seen. And uh, I went out to a couple of home run derbies in in Jason Branch, and a couple guys were out there who started talking about me, and then I got hooked up with. With Luis Reyna, and uh, you know, one thing led to another, and and I I got hooked up with Albuquerque in the scene, and Jason Kendra came out, you know, watched me take BP. Um, I mean, my biggest advice to people is is to go out there, give it everything you got, you know, don't be one of those players where everybody looks down on you for things that you do, you know, like you don't want to be, a, you know, one of those cocky, talks a lot of trash, you know, like, the, you know, you act like they're bigger than the game. Um, just go out there, play hard, you know, do do everything the right way and never give up. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys with a lot of talent that Will start playing. They'll start getting recognition, and people start to see them and and talking about them. And then all of a sudden, they just give up because things aren't happening fast enough. So you know, you just got to keep got to keep keeping on. <laughs> yeah, man,
0: I, I feel you on that. That's what it's all about. You know, funnily enough, I as a <clears throat> as a chiropractor, and I see a lot of people that that I help deal with like chronic stuff. I'm always cheerleading. I'm like, listen, you're only going to get as good as your mind is going to allow you to get. And, uh, you know, it's a big deal in your health and a big deal when you're out there on the, on the field as well too. And actually talking about the field, I wanted to ask you um, and, and we talk about a lot of fantasy sports here as well too. And I kind of wanted to get an inside view because there's one player in fantasy sports that I just can't figure out. And that's Jeff Samarjo. And I noticed I was looking at your, at your, um, you know, the previous teams that you played for that you were with the Daytona Cubs um, 2006, 2009, around that time. And, and I know Samarja was there because I skipped chiropractic school one time to go watch him pitch. Um, yeah. And so I wonder if you're on that team there over there at Jackie Robinson Stadium. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I
4: was on that team,
0: yeah. Yeah, man. So well, what's Jeff like, man? That guy is like lights out one day, lit up the next, like just raw talent. But
4: what's up, what's up with him, man? What's the inside scoop with Jeff Samarja? I mean, from a person personal standpoint, he's awesome, dude. I mean, he's one of the, the coolest, funniest, laid-back, you know, one of them dudes that you want to have as a best friend because he's, he's that, you know, cool and that good of a guy. Um, I mean, baseball is baseball. It's it, you know, one day your lights out, everything's working, and then the next day, you know, you get you know, you get pushed into the dirt, you know, it's, that's how it is, you know, it's the same as softball, you know, a major team can go out there against the C team, and the C team puts it on the major team, it's, anybody can beat anybody at any given time, so, um, you know, pitching, you know, coming, I pitched for a couple years in pro ball, Come from, you know, as a pitcher, and it's, it's one of those things where if you miss your spot or if you miss anywhere up, you know, as a quarter of an inch, you know, these major league hitters, professional hitters, are gonna, you know, they're gonna give it to you. So every day you have to go out there and, and have, you know, everything working 100%, or you know, you're gonna get knocked in the dirt. A hundred percent, a hundred percent.
2: Hey, Ryan, uh, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, man. And and, and number number one, I got to thank Dennis Turner. Uh, Dennis, uh, I met him down here in Fort Lauderdale when he was uh, doing some prototypes before. I I believe it was like around the Z2000 uh, time period when that was coming out. And then I met him up there in Louisville. I did the whole uh, museum tour of Louisville Slugger. Dennis is a great, great guy. I want to, you
3: know,
2: on the air and publicly thank Dennis Turner from from, uh, Louisville Slow Pitch, Louisville Slugger Slow Pitch. Uh, He's a great guy, and and he's always helped us out, and he's always looked out for us. And I hope to uh, see him up there in May when we go up there and host a a Midwest Regional Tournament. Um, But... To you, Ryan, thank you again for, for coming on the show. And, and, you know, if you have anybody out there that you want to give a shout-out to, go right ahead, buddy.
4: No problem. Um, thanks for having me, guys. And also I want to, you know, give a shout-out to Dennis Turner as well for giving me, you know, this opportunity and and believing in me and my skills to represent Louisville Slugger. Definitely.
0: Awesome, man. And again, I just wanted to thank you uh, for coming on as well, too, and talking to us a little bit and talking to these guys out there listening as well, too, about all your experiences and what Louisville's got to offer, man. So again, thanks for having us. or Thanks for coming on with us. And uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to start up the health topic. And again, we're going to be talking about detoxification. So we'll be right back on the Hot Corner.
1: Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner.
5: Frontier Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare, with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive. Preventive and personalized Frontier Spine and Healthcare Area code 786-353-HEAL Or www.353heal.com
0: All righty, welcome everybody again uh, We are back here now, we're talking health here with Dr. Ray, your host And what we're going to be talking about today is detoxification So you always hear detox here, detox there. You got this kind of a tea detox. You got this kind of a whatever, all kinds of programs out there. Um, You can buy them from people. You can buy them from GNC. You can buy them online. What I want to do is tell you guys the reasons uh, that you do want to run a detox, how often you should run a detox, um, some of the things that you want to be careful with when you are detoxing, and just go through the whole process of it a little bit and why it's good. So first of all, You know, especially now with the new year, everybody is eating a lot of things that they know aren't good for them. There's a lot of alcohol. There's a lot of different things going on. So these are reasons that you want to detox. Whenever there's a heavy chemical load or toxic load, you want to try to go ahead and give your body a break and let it catch back up again to get back to normal. Now, ways that you know for sure that you need to detox are generally skin conditions, things like eczema, acne, problems on the skin, changes in color, those types of things. That that will all affect you having low energy, feeling fatigued, fatigue is one of the, the number one reasons why people see doctors in the United States, so that's always a great reason to start a detox, your B vitamins can get caught up in, in trying to detoxify everything and as a result you can't make any energy, so energy production, detoxification, they all come from the same type of fuel, so one will compete with the other and, and neither of them are going to be functioning well when you when you uh, get to this level. So. Detox can really help there. Um, Fertility is another big uh, way. Um, Detox in the body helps everything just regulate better and stay more balanced. So it will help with fertility. It will help with chronic pain. Um, It can help a lot with stomach and gastrointestinal issues. Um, And if people have autoimmune conditions like lupus or multiple sclerosis or different issues like that, detoxification is always something that's important um, on a regular basis for them because their body is dealing with more internal um, reasons to detox. So the immune system causes causes the need for detox, um, environmental consumption of either air pollution, water pollution, or food pollution, you know, not eating organically, eating more, you know, uh, chemicals, all these kinds of things that are happening now with the diet, having the fat uh, ratio way off in the American diet, especially these are all things that cause reason to detox. Um, so all things that, that can be uh, helped if you guys do a detox so where do you start well when you pick a detox you want to try to the the best option obviously is with somebody who's trained in detoxification and can help you because there can be some side effects you can make yourself sicker or more sick if, if sicker is not a word but more sick you can feel worse you can potentially cause anxiety depression different types of symptoms can arise from you doing a detox incorrectly You can also do some damage to your kidneys depending on level of toxicity. You may also be detoxing the wrong things and and starting up the first phase of detox without completing the second. And this is where a lot of people have problems because then you can't excrete what you need to. And um, that's really a big issue. So there's two phases of detoxification. And the first one is um, vitamins and nutrients that break things down and metabolize them. The second phase, and that happens in the liver, the second phase actually happens in the kidneys, where these metabolites bind with amino acids, and this is where a lot of the detox programs don't really kick in. They have a lot of different things to help stimulate phase one detox, but then the kidneys get backed up, inflammation starts happening throughout the body, and you make things actually worse instead of better. So – Amino acids and the proper proteins are extremely important in the detox process. And then the third phase of detoxification, which is not really a phase, but it, it's a huge part of it, is the, back, the proper bacteria in your stomach clean up the rest of what's going on that your body hasn't absorbed, and they actually um, turn it into, into better waste products for other good be- beneficial bacteria that program your immune system. So there's tons of ways that it can help out, and that's one of them, that the gut bacteria feeding you know, the detox products in, in turning them into good ones um, is something that really improves skin conditions, especially and so on and so forth. So the liver is the first, the kidney is the second, and the skin is the third. So that's why a lot of the symptoms associated with necess- necessity for detox is liver, kidney, and skin problems. So whenever people come to me and their liver enzymes are high, that's what we do. Um, and, and so detox is something that can really help out a lot. So how often do we do it? Thank you very much, sir. Oh, you guys hear
3: that? Waffle fries. Thank you.
0: you. All right. What
3: did he say this was?
0: We got some dolphin with some waffle fries, and uh, the dolphin is blackened and it looks delicious, man. Delicious. Um, Delicious. This looks like a great sandwich. We're we're keeping it semi healthy here, going with dolphin. We're also eating Dolphin because of the hiring of the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. We're going to talk to our sports dork about that a little bit. Um, But for right now, let's keep talking detox until Manny gets that sandwich cut in half. And uh, (laughs) then we can go ahead and tell you guys what the halftime is like over here at Sports Grill. So as far as detox goes, how often should you guys think about running a detox program? Uh, Once a quarter, if you're taking in a moderate level of toxicity. So... For somebody who kind of watches what they eat, exercises regularly, once a quarter is more than enough. Uh, I'd say the minimum would be once a year. If you are somebody who is extremely, extremely high toxic load, maybe has heavy metals, different types of things, you may need to do continuous detoxification for a while. So it all depends on on toxic load, and and a lot of this can be determined by blood testing. Um, Your medical doctor may not necessarily be able to guide you in this way um as there isn't really a medication to detox so um and and it's quite time consuming to explain so it may not be something they can help you out with so you may want to go into the natural medicine field which is really a lot of what I do um and helping people detox um you can find integrative medicine doctors you can find um holistic chiropractors like myself uh you can find um some MDs are doing integrative medicine these are the these are the type of doctors you're going to be able to find that will help you do it um, if you can find somebody that has an infrared sauna, this is one of the best things to help you detox. Sweating is a way that we detox. So the infrared sauna is one of the, one of the really good ways because it heats up your body, and the sweat from a sauna has 18% toxins. Now, if the sweat from a sauna has 18% toxins, how many, how many uh, or what percent do you think that regular sweat has? What percentage of toxins?
2: Probably 5%.
0: Very close actually, three percent. So three percent sweat three percent toxins in sweat from just regular sweat, but infrared sauna sweat is eighteen percent toxins. Thank you very much, sir.
3: There and we go.
0: The sports grill half time. We wanna remind you guys if you come out to Sports Grill during the show you can get a free beer for listening. Um and we're going to be telling you guys about all the different stuff they have on the menu here, so you guys can come and try it out. Also, if you come during the show and you tweet a picture of yourself here, you have a chance to win a fifty dollars gift card. So you we can gotta let our customers
2: out, out here lear, eat and learn about for
0: that. Free. Yep. So you know that that's something that that could be beneficial to you guys as well, now, just for listening.
2: Doctor Ray, I have a question. What about those those uh, detox juices and stuff that they sell at these GNCs and these um? These all these health places. Have you have you seen those? It, it tastes like kind of like a Gatorade, like red. They have different flavors and stuff. Is that that's actually bad for you? I'm guessing. Well, here's
0: what I can tell you. As I mentioned earlier, there's two phases to it, and even three phases to it. So when your body only gets the first phase sped up, it slow the other two slowing down is what really creates an issue. You cause more problems. So it could potentially harm you depending on how toxic you really are. That's why I said it's always better to. Get your toxic burden assessed first through blood work, um, and get it, you know, and see if you can get a, a physician directed one because you may be speeding up the wrong part of what you need to speed up. Sometimes you need to fee- speed up phase two. Sometimes you have to do phase one. Sometimes you need to uh, put the right gut bacteria in. So there's different things that that you know you have to take into account when detoxing, and just going to GNC isn't going to solve that for you. The other problem is. Um, when you go to GNC, and this isn't just GNC, this is a lot of stores. You guys can check out some of the companies that they use. It's not GNC's fault or any of these companies, but some of these companies are trying to get away with, because these supplements are not FDA regulated, putting in parts of plants and, and different sources of vitamins that aren't necessarily that effective. So if you need something therapeutic, you're better off, again, getting it something from a trusted source. Um, and generally, doctors that practice this type of medicine will – um, have a, a really good idea of where you can get that, if not directly through them.
2: So, so when when people go and see you to detoxify, what what exactly are the toxins inside of their body that they're trying to get? Is it like nicotine, you know, alcohol? What what is it that they're actually trying to detoxify?
0: That's a great question, actually. So, nicotine and alcohol are both some of them. Other things are BPA from plastic, your hormones parts of your immune system, like whenever you have a, a, a white blood cell that kills a bacteria or a virus or whatever the case is, it becomes an immune complex, and your body has to detoxify that as well, too. You're constantly return, re, uh, you know renewing cells, and their cellular turnover. Your skin's always new. Your liver's always new. These cells also need to be detoxified, broken down, and then put back together um, or excreted, you know, whatever parts can't be used. So the body's very efficient in that, and it's constantly recycling. So the detoxification process is one that is really like making the, the recycling process efficient towards the back end so that you can get what you need, get rid of what you don't, and things don't get back up. It's all part of the whole process of healing and getting better. So that's why immune system problems cause issues. High toxic levels like pollutants and heavy metals can be detoxified throughout the body, but sometimes they bind to our cells, making it very difficult. So if you have heavy metal toxicity, you definitely need a physician's help in detoxing because that can pose problems for the cardiovascular system, especially for the kidneys as well too. So, you know, there's a lot of herb interactions and there's a lot of herbs that are involved with uh, detoxification like dandelion, burdock, so on and so forth. So just because these, these you know, um, little packets contain them doesn't necessarily mean that they're safe. There's a time and there's an order and there's a way that it should be done And that's really the biggest part about the detox. Um, So I wanted to give you guys three tips into, you know, what you can do to just detox better. Um, And detoxing better, there's three ways to do it, okay? Number one, stop putting toxins in. There's a million and one ways to avoid toxins, but there's a million and two toxins. So it's impossible to be perfect. But I I want you guys to know that the diet plays a huge role. Just eating home-cooked meals, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that there is to preserve in our food. This is a lot of what we have to detoxify, the burden of the things that we put into our body that aren't natural and on our body. Women put an average of 512 chemicals in and on their body on a daily basis between shampoo and conditioner and soap and powder and sprays and lipstick and foundation. And so, you know, and that's just a few to name them. You know, I mean, I've seen and and my fiance's actually gone through and we're watching YouTube videos that are like 20-something minutes long of women just applying different layers of makeup on and doing, I'm like, this is crazy, man. And, and, but
2: and the wasting the our time. And we're, ready, our, to
0: and we're, we're, we're looking, ready to go.
2: <laughs> we're looking like, like, uh, like, you know, Hollywood movie stars over here and they're still, they haven't even gotten out of the shower. Wasting our you, man. time.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, man, so it, it's a crazy thing, man. But uh, th- that's a big thing is stop putting toxins in. Again, just every every time that you can avoid something and make a better choice, go ahead and do it. Now, number two, sweat. You got to exercise during a detox. Infrared sauna is your next best choice. It speeds up your, your um, body's tissues with the infrared waves. It's a big difference between infrared sauna and the regular sauna. So the infrared sauna will be much better for you. It helps... Uh, cleanse the kidneys better again six times more toxin release and infrared sauna sweat than regular sauna Um, but you got to sweat some way shape form or another and then the last thing that you guys got to do absolutely to make sure during well I'll add four I'll give you a, a bonus sleep is number three and water is number four you absolutely need to increase water intake you should be drinking half of the amount of ounces of your body weight in or half of the amount of your body weight in ounces of water every single day. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you got to drink 50 ounces of water. If you weigh 200 pounds, you got to drink 100 ounces of water. If you drink coffee, you want to add a few more cups to that because coffee is a diuretic. So And actually one of the things you want to avoid during a detox. So caffeine is also something we need to detox from so that you know. Anything that's a chemical, we need detox from. So, um, but sleep is really, really important also for the repair process. This is when your body actually goes through and does a lot of these things. During the day, your body's more in protection mode, whereas at night, this is when your body goes through and performs a lot of these vital actions. So, that's really, you know, the the top four things that you can do: stop putting toxins in, make sure you sweat, make sure you sleep, and make sure that you stay hydrated. And again, you want to do this once a year minimum. A couple times a year if you can. Every, every three months it would be ideal. Um, if you're somebody who has autoimmune conditions or anxiety or depression or stomach problems or skin problems, autoimmune conditions, again, detoxification can help you. Natural, uh, you know, holistic doctors like myself can help you. And we can really improve a lot of symptoms by doing these detoxes. And one of everybody's favorite side effects is that you actually lose a lot of weight. So you could potentially lose weight when you detox. I've had patients lose 18 pounds in up to two weeks during a detox before. You know, that's a little above schedule. Generally, I like to lose, you know, maybe 8 to 12 pounds a month. But, you know, when, you, when you're when you that toxic and, and you do the right things and the body does it the right way, you know, she's been able to keep all that weight off, which has been excellent. So um, definitely a lot of benefits to the detox. So when we come right back, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back with the Hot Corner Hot List, and we're going to wait for our sports dwarf. Um, but right uh, right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back talking about the Hot Corner Hot List, Powerball, College Football Championship, and everything coming right up. Hang tight.
1: Are you good enough for the Hot Corner? Find out on the Hot Corner Show with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball, plus the sports dork, David Dork, Bringing you... Sports, news and entertainment every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio, isPSradio.com, and now on the ISPS Softball app, available for free in the Apple and Google App Store.
3: Uh-huh.
1: The Hot Corner Show. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And bring your A
3: game. <laughs>
5: Sun, Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive, preventive, and personalized. Frontier Spine and Healthcare. Area code 786-353-HEAL or www.353heal.com.
0: the hot corner hot list we're going to do a quick run around of some of the the hottest things that are going nowadays and we got a lot to talk i don't know if it's just this week because we just started it or because it's is 200th episode or what's going on but there's tons of news this week man we got the powerball playoffs college and nfl uh playboy mantle went up for sale we got star wars is still out that's still a big topic so manny first of all let's talk powerball oh yeah what would you do with the money man
2: Oh man, uh, I probably man, I, I probably travel the world, buy houses in my favorite or uh, favorite countries, maybe one in Cozumel uh, and Spain, man, Spain right there in the Mediterranean, somewhere in the Mediterranean. But man, it's 1.5 billion dollars, Doctor Ray. What, what, like I can't even conceive that amount, that much money. What, what, what would you do?
0: Well, first of all What I would do is I would figure out How much money I wanted to spend every single day As a minimum Then what I would do Is I would take A certain amount of money That would appreciate enough interest On a daily basis In order to Substantiate the expenditure of that said amount of money So that way I would make sure that my money was always replenishing itself. Because the worst thing is is to be super rich and then super broke again. And with more money comes more <laughs> problems and more things that can get taken away. So definitely I would plan to, uh, to to be smart with the money at first and then make a plan on what I could do. I would obviously take care of my family first, my friends first. I'd probably open up the most state-of-the-art, best research, newest technology of every single thing in the world like I'm working on doing right now at Frontier Spine and Healthcare. Um and just make a state of the art center and really, really just make something amazing for people to help them to, to go and transform like a uh, Hippocrates Health Center that I visited earlier.
2: And can you imagine the Hot Corner Show with a one point five billion dollar budget?
0: Oh man, it would be <laughs> unstoppable man. We'd be on the we'd be in the Super Bowl halftime next year or something like that. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, that would be that would be great, and of course the government gets half of it. But you know, after that, I think it's 800 million that you go home with right now with the with the, um, the 1.5 billion. So yeah, about 800 oh, million you. sounds right. About 60/40. So there we go. But um, a lot of other stuff going on besides the Powerball, man. We got we got the playoffs, we got football. Before we bring our sports talk on, we'll save the sports for him. Let's talk about the Playboy Mansion. Now, if I won the Powerball, I'd probably put a bid down on the Playboy Mansion. What about you?
2: Oh man, I don't know. I don't know about buying it, uh, unless they really like uh, clean it really down down to the nitty and gritty. Because uh, man, I I don't know. I've heard I've heard stories about the parties there. I don't I don't know if uh, I don't know if the pool's cleaning
0: Yeah, man, I know what you mean. If you win that, if you win that Powerball, you could probably um put down and get on that mansion, man. But um, why don't we go ahead and, and take a quick break? And when we get back, we'll finish up the hot list with our sports dork, and uh, we'll talk Clemson and Alabama. We'll talk NFL playoffs. We'll talk Dolphins. We'll talk about what's going on in just a minute. We'll be right back with David Dork from CBS Miami.
1: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's sports with the sports dork. Live right now on the ISPS radio network. With sports news and entertainment for all you dorks out there. Follow him on Twitter at David Dwork And call the show now at 347-637-3978. And ask the Dwarf anything. Nothing's off topic. And now, the sports Dwarf,
3: David Dwarf.
0: All right, all right, and we are back in, ready to rock and roll here on the hot corner, and uh, we got our man back with us here, Mr. David Dork from CBS4 Miami. Dave, how you doing tonight, man?
6: I'm doing good, Dr. Ray, but uh, I'll tell you, I'll be better in like three hours if uh, I hit these numbers, you know?
0: I'm telling you, man.
6: <laughs>
0: what would you do with the money, man? Me and Manny we went ahead and spilled the beans. What's your first thing?
6: Uh, honestly, I'm going to take a page out of Office Spaces book and say I would do nothing. You know, I would I would enjoy life. I'd travel, but, I mean, for the most part, I'd do what I'm good at now, which is sitting on my couch, watching TV, relaxing, live a stretch free life. Um, I mean, you know, go to a lot of sports games, probably open up, like, a bunch of animal shelters because I have a soft spot for animals and, uh, you know, I, just pretty much everything that I've ever wanted. I mean, you know with what's the take home if you win like 830 million or some ridiculous number i
0: mean what
6: couldn't you do with that much money
0: i guess that's kind of right what couldn't you do is kind of more the question. what wouldn't you do is more the kind of the question um i'll tell you what i wouldn't do i wouldn't skydive i wouldn't jump out of a perfectly good plane um i I don't know why people do that stuff but you're right man you could do anything in the world really and anywhere you want in the world which i guess would be a, a pretty damn cool thing to do so I'm gonna go and uh, actually, I'm gonna wait a couple of minutes after the show, and I'm gonna go pick up myself a couple of tickets. How many did you guys buy, Manny? How many did you buy?
2: I haven't bought any. My wife bought a few. My mom bought a few. But I, I really.
0: All right, all right. And what about what about you, David? How many uh, how many tickets did you guys get?
6: Uh, I'm in a couple pools at work, and my wife is also in a pool at work. Uh, I haven't actually gone out and got any for myself yet. Um so I'm just kinda hoping that the uh the greenbacks that I put into my tools kick in. Uh, you know, I'm I'm good with sharing. I, I don't mind splitting eight hundred million six or seven ways. You know, I, I think I can still manage to get through my lifetime with a uh, hundred or so million.
3: Um,
6: I don't know,
0: that's kinda of cutting it short.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do it. No, I'm just kidding, obviously man, but you know, there's besides the Powerball, man. There's been so much going on. What would you think, first of all, about the uh, college college football playoff? What would you think about that championship game?
6: Ah, uh, that was that was a hell of a game. Uh, that's that's everything that you'd ask for out of a championship game, no matter what the sport might be. Is a good game, a high scoring game, lots of action. You know, you change the channel for two minutes to watch the Panther game or the Heat game. You miss a touchdown. Um, that that was a great game. Wasn't too thrilled with the way it ended because. Uh, As I'm sure most of my fellow South Floridians can agree with, don't care so much for Nick Saban, but uh, overall I was really happy with the game. I thought it was great.
2: But man, that uh, that off.
0: Yeah, that onside kick was great, man. That's that's why I think that it came down a lot to. that's why I think it came down a lot to coaching because, I mean, Clemson just, they caught them completely by surprise and that really was big for them to go up right there at that point and to get the ball back and it was a great game. I was pulling for Clemson for sure. Um, I've got a couple friends that are Gator Gator uh, fans and they just ACC this, ACC that and oh man, just to have an SEC team win again. I don't know if it's just me, you guys as Miami fans are in the ACC also, but... I always feel like there's a lot of bias from the SEC media and ESPN as well, too, because, you know, some ownership rights in the SEC network and ESPN. And I don't know if that's really the case or whatever it is, but it feels that way as a fan sometimes. Um, As a matter of fact, I saw that the the 2013 uh, championship Seminoles never even went to the White House. Doesn't every college football team that wins a championship always go to the White House?
6: I think they're supposed to, but um maybe President Obama was a little worried that James Winston might take off with something from the Oval Office. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think
0: I think Obama said, you know what, we can't have Winston over here. <laughs> you know, there, there's gonna be something missing. Maybe a statue's gonna be gone or something like that. <laughs> but um yeah, man, so you know, just just a lot of bias I feel like. But um it was definitely a great game and and it was an awesome one and the NFL playoffs this weekend, too, man. Two teams, I think, just really blew it. What was your impression about those Those – first of all, Blair Walsh scored all the points for the Vikings, happened to miss, you know, a chip shot. But at the same time, I mean, the guy's getting death threats. His family's getting threat. I mean, that's not right, man. You know, David, what, what did you think about those two
6: games?
2: He knows how uh, Ray felt yeah. yeah, right. Uh,
6: I mean, I, I like you, I feel for the guy. It's ridiculous. The guy's a professional athlete. He's a great kicker. I mean, Vikings fans have been watching this guy for several years. One of the best young kickers in the league
5: with a ridiculous
6: leg, usually very accurate. The conditions in that game were, you know, well beyond what you're normally getting for a football game. Sub-freezing temperatures, winds, And at that point, they have been out there for three and a half, four hours. Uh, yeah, of course, you would expect a kicker to make a 27-yard field goal, but death threats and messing with his family, I mean, that's just ridiculous. I know it's playing after the fact, but when I started hearing all that, my first thought was, wow, these fans deserve to lose that game if that's how they're going to react to one of their best players who makes a mistake. So, you know, I feel for Blair Walsh. I thought the game was kind of a dud, kind of boring, because, you know, when you're playing in 10-degree weather, it's kind of hard to move. So, uh, you know, didn't expect much for that game. I, honestly, I thought of the uh, of all the games last week, the only one that was a really good, exciting game was the last one, the uh, the Packers-Redskins game. That was a great one. Um, I think this weekend we're gonna get a lot better overall games, some tight, contested games, some well-matched teams. So I'm excited to see this weekend and just kind of put last weekend in the rearview mirror. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I think there's gonna be
0: some really good matchups. Um... <clears throat> And then how about the matchup of the '87s, uh, Gronk versus Kelsey? Both actually had the same amount of catches during the year. Uh, who do you think's moving on in that matchup?
6: Oh man, it's so hard to pick against the Patriots in the playoffs. But when you look at just the way the two teams have been playing the last couple of months, you know the Patriots lost more games than they won. Uh, you know over the last month to six weeks of the season, and the Chiefs have been the hottest team in the league since October. Uh, they're riding a 10- or 11-game winning streak. I, I lost count at this point. They've been winning so much. And uh, definitely pulling for the Chiefs. I'd love to see them move on. I mean, that's a that's a fan base that, well, the team has had some success. They hadn't won a playoff game in like 20 years before last week. Uh, I, I think that could be one of the better games of the weekend. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that one, definitely.
2: Who's winning at all, David? What's your pick
6: Doctor A, you gotta help me out, man. He's kinda cutting in and out. What was he asking me?
0: Oh, I'm sorry about that, man. He was asking um who do you think's gonna be winning the championship and then he mentioned that Denver um might have a pretty good chance, but he said who's
6: taking it all home in your eyes? Oh man, that's a great question. Um I mean honestly right now it's really hard to pick. I'm not trying to cop out of the question. It's just the teams are really evenly matched this year. Like, there's nobody that's head and shoulders above the rest like you've seen in the past. I mean, Arizona, they've had a great season just like they did last year, but when you're not a proven playoff team, it's hard to bet on them. Green Bay could be the best team in the playoffs if they're firing on all cylinders, which they appeared to be last week. Uh, as I mentioned, the Chiefs have been on fire on both sides of the ball, just playing spectacular. So it's, it's really hard to pick. And, and you know, Manny was say about Denver, that's another team that when they're on, their offense is nearly unstoppable. PJ Anderson got going towards the end of the season, which is a great thing for them. Their defense has been, you know, top three all year. So, um, you know, it's tough. But he's not that far off with Denver. I could see it definitely being Denver. But, honestly, I could see it going a lot of different ways.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of really good teams. I mean, even Arizona's in there still. The, I mean, the Panthers. I mean, Cam Newton has been single yeah, handedly winning games. I mean, there's just, I mean, it's crazy right now. They, they, and as you mentioned, everybody's just so evenly matched And the Seahawks. Um, I, I mean, it's just going to be a great playoffs. So like you said, I think there's too many to pick right now. This is like, uh, you know, week eight college football rankings.
6: Like, what's the point right now?
0: Uh, like Devo yeah. would say. But, um, you know, what do you think about this move now from, you know, the Rams moving out to L.A. And, and the Chargers and Raiders futures kind of being up in the air? Do you think this is good for the game, or what's your opinion with this?
6: Uh, I think it's good for the game in that you're going to get at least one franchise, probably two, uh, in, you know, one of the biggest market cities in North America. Uh, they definitely deserve to have an NFL franchise. Uh, it's unfortunate what happened in St. Louis. It's unfortunate what's happening in San Diego. The Raiders have been in a bad situation seemingly for like forty years. So it's like you can it makes sense why all of them would move. I was uh I was kinda of surprised at first to see that uh the vote went the way of the Rams and their owner with uh the Englewood proposal, but then once it came out that it was a secret ballot and uh, none of the owners would be on the hook for their vote. And then they they didn't necessarily have to vote the way that their hearts wanted to. They voted the way that their wallets would. Because, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen, the Englewood Project is going to make everybody, every owner, everybody affiliated with the league, they're all going to be making money. Because of all the events that are going to be at that stadium, not just, you know, Final Fours and soccer games and Super Bowls, they're going to move the Combine, the Pro Bowl, they're going to have so many things happening. I mean, that stadium is essentially going to become like the hub of the NFL. So it worked out well for everybody. I just think in fairness to the teams that are involved in the move, that the, the other deal that was in Carson, was probably the more fair deal, the one that would have had San Diego and St. Louis or Los Angeles now, the Chargers and the Rams, they would have been co-tenants, as opposed to now the Rams are kind of the ball is in their court. And the owner can decide whether or not he even wants another team there. Because that's the other thing. The Chargers now, if they want to move to L.A., they're going to have to negotiate something with the Rams and their owner. And he could just decide, you know what, I don't want to give anybody a good deal. I want to have Los Angeles all of myself and, uh, you know, make that kind of money. Because there's a lot of money to be made in Los Angeles. And and also, Dr. A. Manny, I wanted to throw this out to you since you brought it up. I saw an interesting question on Twitter today, and I wanted to bring it up to you guys. Todd Gurley, one of the best young running backs in the NFL. How much more money is he gonna make now with his team playing in Los Angeles than playing in St. Louis? So there there's so many different factors to this that uh that are coming about. But overall, you know, I think it's a good thing for the league. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know,
0: more money for the league is good for the league, I think, you know, but um definitely I mean and, and the Rams have called LA home before as well too. You know, um, so I feel like it's right for them to be there. But, you know, the, like you said, generally, and it's unfortunate, but money is usually the source of, um, you know, the reasoning behind most of these things when it comes to business. And NFL is a business and, and a large one at that. So, you know, you can't really say that you're surprised and you wish that it could be more like how Manny was talking earlier about loyalty and so on and so forth. But there is none of that the only loyalty i think that, that we have nowadays is money and, and it's understandable why i mean it is it is a, the the absolute most valuable commodity so there is no getting around it man but um real quick um i know we're already over time here but dave while we got you man tell us what do you think about this hire for the dolphins what do you think about uh you know gays coming in here and and what do you see now for the future are you excited about this are people around the organization excited what's the general
6: feeling uh, well, the organization is doing backflips. They they are so happy. They feel like they hit this out of the park. They love Adam Gaze. He was definitely their top choice, and he's putting together a really, really impressive and interesting coaching staff. So the organization, they're loving it. I mean, you saw Stephen Ross. He's already crowning Gaze a multi-Super Bowl champion in Miami, which is, you know, I think we can all agree, a little ridiculous for him to be saying, and we've heard it all before anyway, but... Um, Personally, I like the move. Gaze was my top choice simply because he comes from a great pedigree of coaches. He's got a great track record, which is something that past Dolphins inexperienced head coaches have lacked. And uh, additionally, one of the big selling points for Gaze, something that's kind of followed him around through his career, is that he knows how to make things work. He knows how to evaluate the talent that he's working with and figure out a way to make that into a success whereas I felt as though, you know, in past years with Silden, even going back to Sperano, that the Dolphins were constantly trying to fit a round peg into a square hole. They were saying, this is the offense I want to run. This is the defense I want to run, and you players need to learn how to do it. Adam Gaze is going to come in and say, I'm going to evaluate these players and see what offense and defense that they can run that's going to give us the best chance to win every Sunday. And I think if Gaze would have been doing that for the Dolphins last season, Miami might be playing right now because of all the talent on that roster um, that was just wasted away by trying, they played, you know, the defense basically ran the same three or four plays all year. The offense was so inconsistent. They barely had Tannehill run the ball. They didn't give them any power to call audibles as we've discussed already. So I think considering the problems the Dolphins have had recently, the needs of the team in the coaching department, I think Gaze was the best choice for the job.
0: Well, <clears throat> I'm glad to hear that. Um, and I know he has, like you said, worked with a lot of interesting players, coaches, and teams. And, uh, you know, without a doubt, he's got the track record. So, you know, overall, at first, I was kind of like, I don't know. I didn't know too much about him. But then I started reading all about it, and I was like, oh, man, this this could actually be pretty good here. And so, um, you know, I think everybody kind of had a soft spot for Dan Campbell, Um What's what's the uh, what's the news with him? Where's he gonna end up now? What's going on with him? Because he's he's more than likely leaving the organization if he hasn't already, correct? Campbell's
6: gone. He uh, he got hired by the New Orleans Saints uh, just a couple hours ago. He's gonna be their assistant head coach and tight end coach. So Dan wow, Campbell awesome. is he's vapor. He's gone.
0: Well, yeah, I think he's gonna be a nice addition over there. Um, you know, behind Sean Payton because Sean Payton's staying put in New Orleans. So. That will be good for him and probably for his career as well, too, quite honestly. Um, Peyton actually
6: coached Dan Campbell. Well, Dan Campbell was still playing in the NFL. Peyton coached him in a couple different teams. So there's a lot of familiarity there. doesn't surprise me at all. And, I mean, I think everybody down here is going to wish Dan Campbell the best. I mean, he was a great guy. He did the best job that he could considering the situation that he got uh, kind of thrust upon him. So, um, you know, I wish him well. I'm glad he's out of the AFC so I can root for him.
0: Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's great. Uh, without a doubt, man. All right. Well, listen, David, we want to thank you for coming on again tonight, um, for the 200 show. Thanks for being a part of it, man. Uh, we really appreciate it. We know all the listeners love listening to everything that you, uh, that you have to talk about and the perspective you bring, you know, being around and and being able to sit around and watch sports all day, man. I was going to say, does CBS have a job opening? Um, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I can come up. Hey, man, I'll write some stuff, <laughs> and we have some fun out there, man. But uh, anyway, again, thanks for joining us. Uh, go ahead and let everybody know before we let you before we let you go, uh, where they can find you and uh, you know where they can follow you and read all your blogs and all your information.
3: Uh,
6: yeah, like uh, like the intro says, on Twitter it's just at David Sports. You can log on to CBSMiami.com and click on the Sports page, and everything's gonna be right there in front of you. And uh, before I jump off, guys, I did wanna. Tell you congratulations on your 200th show. I know I've uh, only been a part of it for a few months now, but uh, I definitely uh, enjoy my time talking to you guys. It's always a good conversation. It doesn't surprise me at all that you've made it 200 shows. And uh, cheers to uh, 200 more.
0: Awesome, man. Thanks a lot, brother. Definitely 200 more for sure. And uh, hopefully you'll be a part of a lot of them as well. Um, as we keep bringing the best to uh, to our listeners in, in sports and in health and South Florida sports with you as well. So, again, thanks a lot. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be right back after this
3: quick break to close up the show.
1: That was our very own Sports Dwarf, bringing you all the sports news and entertainment you need. Thanks again for listening in. We hope you enjoyed sports with the Sports Dwarf, David Dwar. Now, don't be a real dork. The show's not over. Keep listening. Here are Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III.
0: All right, guys. So thanks again uh, for listening. We wanted to uh, really thank all of our loyal listeners out there for being with us for these 200 episodes, participating in all of our fantasy listener leagues, uh, calling into the show, tweeting us, and everything like that. Um, Again... It's been awesome. We love every Wednesday night coming out here and being with you guys. Um, so again, thanks for everything. Uh we wanna wish you guys a happy new year again if this is your first show of the year. Remember you can find all of our shows archived on uh iTunes Podcast. If you just search for ISPS radio, you can find it. All two hundred episodes will be there from when Manny and I just used to call in out of, you know, out of nowhere or whatever the case is. So um, you know, I'd be at the office or at my house, and the dogs would be barking, and Manny would be like, hey, I can hear the dog. We, oh, man, so we've come a long way now. Uh, we want to thank Sports Grill. We want to thank um, Gabe Caride for being a part of the show too, always working hard behind the scenes. By the way, if you guys need any, if you guys own a business and you need any type of credit card, um, you know, any type of credit card processing um, help, if you guys are paying too much money, if you like, you get your statement every week or every month, and it's like, damn, they took this much money. Uh, you want to talk to Gabe Caride? I'm sure he can find you and save you some uh, some dollars there. So hit him up, Gabe Caride at OnePayment.com. You want to talk to him? Uh, we want to thank Matt Harvey for coming on the show tonight. Uh, we want to thank David, Dwar- uh, or sorry, not Matt, Har- <laughs> Ryan Harvey for coming on the show tonight. Matt Harvey, another baseball player. Sorry about that. Um, we want to thank Ryan Harvey from Louisville and Backman Shop softball team coming on the show. Want to thank Manny for putting it all together. And uh, guys, have a great one. We'll be back next week with episode number 201 on the Hot Corner.
1: You've just heard the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T.